Hi guys, thanks for tuning in today. Um, today actually we have, I think, quite a relevant topic lots of people go through in their lives, I feel. Um, and that is, well, toxic relationships, situationships. Toxic dating. Toxic dating. Toxic people. Toxic, anything toxic, really. <laughs> I think you can, we can apply that to lots of different situations in life. And we have a special guest here today that will share her story as well. Darcy, hello, hello. Hello. I'm so glad I've been chosen. So guys, the idea came to me because me and Darcy had uh, dinner with our friends and I shared a story about a boy I've been seeing some time ago um, that I shouldn't have been seeing. Anyway, and then when I was telling the story to Darcy, Darcy was like, oh my God, I totally know how you feel. And I know the, the situations when you end up with those guys that really attract you and then the sex is so good and then you just can't say it's no. It is, it is, it is. That's yeah. a, if sex is good, it's so difficult to stop seeing someone. Yeah. But because it gets in your head, why are we like that? I don't know. Yeah, animals, isn't it? Yeah, it's an addiction, I Mm -hmm. think, to the dopamine it releases, the thrill. But I think it's also an addiction, and um, I think we're going too deep into it. You get addicted to the feeling of pain, of anxiety, of that that you don't know what's happening here. You see what I mean? It's like this uh, negative emotion addiction. There's a word for it. I don't know the word, but we will ask our dating coach, Anna, at some (laughs) point, that you actually get addicted to that feeling when you're around or when you're in a toxic relationship. And when the sex is good, then it's... That's it was, so that makes things even more difficult. But I wonder if it's only... Because obviously you can have really good sex with, like, fuck buddies. I think it's like, it gets addictive when you like a guy, though. You like him, you can't be with him, maybe. Maybe he's toxic, maybe he's in different circumstances. But then sex is so good. And this makes it even worse, right? So it's maybe emotions and... For sure, the emotions as well. That just makes it more intoxicating that I think... Yeah, I think back to the toxic relationships I've had and it's when emotions are involved and they kind of dangle that over you like a carrot as well and that's like, maybe I'm the problem. So tell us more about your, I mean, if you want to, obviously, but I think, you know, Margarita has on it. I definitely been in a long-term relationship, which was quite toxic. Now looking at it, it was very toxic in many areas. So, yeah, what has been your experience in terms of toxic relationships? So before you continue, because you both had toxic relationships. Mm -hmm. I haven't, but I've been in a situationship that is toxic. My question to you before you start, how do you see the signs before or does it become toxic through the relationships? Yeah, I mean, I think it's different. I mean, there's different. I feel like there's different stages or different things of toxic relationships. So there's one, obviously, lots of people and I've seen other people, actually friends that actually end up in toxic. At the beginning, you have the love bombing part and they really get you into that. And then later on, they start the manipulation and stuff like, you know, abusive relationships. But for me, I could see maybe some signs at the beginning where it started off being already a bit like, you know, some small bits like, uh, but, you know, you've been, it comes a nagging bit like, oh, but you're like a party girl, not sure I can trust you. You know, that kind of thing, just small things, but that will evolve over the relationship then because I was made insecure about my behavior when there was nothing wrong with what I was doing. So for me, it evolved within the seven years. <laughs> or obviously, it wasn't all bad because, you know, there's never obviously, is, yeah. yeah, it was great parts of to it as well. But now looking back, there was lots of, you know, this silent treatment, just like small bits where, and silent treatment, yeah, is a form of kind of abusive abuse behavior sure, yeah. as well, which 
I wasn't aware at that time. Now reading up on it, I was like, oh my God, I would never, you know, let someone treat me like that again. Yeah. But you were younger as well. I was younger, definitely. But um, still. I feel, yeah. sorry, there was like less focus on the terminology as well. When I had the toxic relationship when I was younger as well, and I wasn't aware of terms like love bombing. There were signs looking back, mm. but now there's so much more awareness around it. I think if it happened again, maybe for the third time, I'd actually pick it up. Yeah. Um, but also, like, it's because of social media, people who are sharing those experiences and, like, therapists speaking online and stuff like that. Because before, like, I didn't even, in my 20s, I didn't know what toxic is. No. Yeah, no, yeah, it wasn't yeah, like really toxic behaviors, no, fuck boys, those terms no. didn't exist 10 years ago. They didn't, like, you know, law bombing didn't exist. Like, I generally, you know, this silent treatment, I up until two years ago when I read about it, Lala, let me explain, I have to call her out. She's one of the best accounts you can follow when it comes to relationships. She mentioned a lot of things about this one. And I was like, silent treatment. Oh my God, this is actually true. It is abusive behavior mm-hmm. because you manipulate a person. But yeah, back then, when the way of it, isn't it? So I invited Darcy because Darcy had crazy life. <laughs> yeah. She had a crazy life. But yeah, today is the focus then. How has your dating been, like from the toxic part of it? Obviously, it's not only been toxic. But if you look back, what is your experience with those two relationships that you told us? How did you meet the first boyfriend? Um, The first one we just met in a bar in Hong Kong. That, it was intoxicating because it was such a thrill. I was like passing through on my way back to Melbourne and he was like banker and it was just so exciting. That's a definite toxic trait that I have. I'm like really attracted to power and that kind of thing, which is just, it's just awful to admit. Or not even power. It's just like, if someone has a really interesting job, then I'm like really attracted to that. Oh, same. No, yeah, that's normal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is that normal? Yeah, that is normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Completely. (laughs) Like I can meet a nice guy but if he's just like a teacher or just something like that, I'm no offense like, to yeah, no, that's annoyed. No, I'm a terrible person. There's no excitement. I feel like everyone has it. You see? No, I don't think so. No. Like I, I generally, I once called it out. She's also very yeah. yeah very like, I have to say, she has yeah. her profiles of jobs. Yeah, I do have a bubble of no, jobs. No, no, no. But anyway, that's another story. But um, I feel it's not everyone because I have friends, for example, back in Germany. And when I call out that, oh my god, I could never date such and just person because you know the job doesn't really. I don't know. I just feel it's not right. Um, they're like, oh my god, it's a judgmental, and they wouldn't understand mm. where. I mean, I can't. I mean, you it, yeah. are attracted to what you're attracted. Like, what yeah. can you do, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But it can be quite superficial, then, isn't it? If you meet, I don't want to call out any jobs now because obviously we yeah. don't offend people. <laughs> uh, but I mean, if you meet someone who has a certain job and you just that doesn't really align with your ambitions or something, then I know. I think it's a hard topic. It was like uh, to me, I've dated different professions. Uh, but like with some professions, you just don't have the same lifestyle. When I had a crush on a bartender, everyone's like, whoa, but he's a bartender. I was like, oh, it doesn't matter. Blah, blah. And then after a while, I was like, wait a second, like he works nights mm-hmm. and I work days. How would that work? So it's also about the lifestyle. If you do two completely different jobs, you don't understand each other, you know? Yeah. And I mean, and then also you have different interests. Not that you know have to have the similar interests, but I feel like it's often good to have some common interests maybe. And if someone has completely opposite, you know? Yeah. 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 yeah no, we met and I was, yeah, initially attracted to him, but then. So you lived in Australia? Yes. And we saw each other pretty soon after that. And then 
I think that the love bombing started pretty early on. It was like a lot of gifts, a lot of trips. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. And just like heavy, emotional, just like, you're the most amazing person mm. I've ever met. This is so fun, so exciting. So feeding your ego? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I just thought he was so exciting. And it turns out afterwards he was like a complete addict. So that's why the really? yeah, like gambling, everything, just addict of everything. But once you, you don't know that about a person initially and you're just like, wow, this person's so fun. And it's just mm. like, no, just an addict. How did you find out that he was an addict? Um, We went to Macau, which is like... Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, which is like um, the For- Las Vegas of yeah. China, and I just saw this other side to him, and just like trying to get him away from the whatever game he was playing, and you just couldn't move him. Like oh I'd just God. be like, okay, I'm bored now, let's do this, and he was just like, no, I'm gambling. But how did he? Because he obviously said it was a toxic relationship, so it started with love bombing. But then how did it become toxic, toxic. in what ways? Like. I mean, if you're okay to talk about it. How did it become toxic? So he would just kind of, gosh, he said, I love you after like the fourth time we met. This is such a funny story. (laughs) We were having a threesome. (laughs) A boy that says I love you during threesome. (laughs) Yeah, he said it at the beginning, like started initiating. And then he was just like, I love you. (laughs) But that should have been such a red flag. Okay, but isn't it quite common that people say I love you during sex? I've heard this No. Thing. Oh my gosh, not after like the fourth time. No. That's manipulation. It gets in your head. Okay, and what else? I mean, uh, that's already a little bit of a red flag. Yeah. No, it was just like very, I'm in love with you. No, this will never work out. And just like cut me off. And then two weeks later, it'd be like, I'm so sorry. I've done mm, that. Blah, okay. blah, blah. There was one time when I'd gone to visit him as well. And I'd just gone to stay with my friend for the evening. And like I came back and there was like a clump of like female hair next to the bed no. that was not there the night before. It was just like that. He was just Aww. an addict, sex addict. It was just the relationship only lasted six months until we like probably broke up. But then we started, we continued seeing each other for like two years oh, after, wow. after that. Yeah. So that yeah. definitely yeah. messed with your head then. Because that's the thing with the yeah. toxic relationships. It's not that easy to come out of yeah. it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because they just keep you there. It's just, yeah. Difficult. <laughs> I mean, it's a classic of hot and cold behavior. Oh, yeah. Right? The ones that yeah. you are like. Um, as I said before, it's like you compare it to gambling really on brand for this guy. But like, <laughs> you know, but like mm-hmm. it's like you get involved with those guys and one day you can have everything, you can win everything. And yeah. one day you lose everything and you feel like shit. And you're yeah. just like, yeah. at the end, you find yourself thinking, oh, but I'm smart. Why am I with this person? I know yeah. this is not good for yeah. me. And you just can't explain it. And then at the end, you realize you're just addicted you to are, that feeling yeah. of being up and down and those emotions. You yeah. Know? But also you think about this love bombing at the beginning. Be like, okay, but you know, he just needs to be like... You always hold on to that. Exactly. Like, yeah, but I know what he's really like. Yeah, the first two weeks, <laughs> yeah. he was great. Yeah. yeah, it's a tricky one. So how was the two years? Like, So two years you saw him on and off or was it just yeah. like... Just every two, three months we'd see each other, something like that? And then I think that made it so much more exciting as well because you're going on a trip to Hong Kong. We'd like go to Asia. We'd do whatever, stay in five-star hotels. It was just completely addicting. How did it end? How did you finally get out of it? I think he moved back to London. But even then, we still... So he's now in London? 
No, he lives in America now. He's married. Now. Oh, wow. Was, obviously, after the situation, shape, whatever, Tinder was quite toxic. So then I guess you continued dating. Did you, do you feel like it had an impact on you, how you moved on to other people? Or I think it did develop some trust issues because I think there's genuine trauma there. Because when I found that combo pair, I was like shaking. Oh, God, yeah. Like, Can you that, imagine? Yeah, and that's the pattern I think that repeated with my next partner. I was looking for those signs. Mm. I was like seeking out, like, oh. is this person doing that to me? I know those things, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'd literally have the same physical oh. response because mm. it's like the trauma's trapped in the body. Wow. And when you don't process it, right? Then yeah. that's the main thing. Yeah. And also, it's obviously damaging the new relationship because, you know, person can be genuinely nice and you're literally trying to find something a clue that he might be cheating yeah. or doing something he's supposed to well uh, he wasn't nice either <laughs> okay so what is that your next boyfriend yeah the next one but he told me straight away he was just like i want to be in an open relationship okay. i don't want to be and blah 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 and of course at the beginning you're like yeah that's fine because i don't really like you so no, i'm pretty much still in love with this other guy it's fine it's fine and that's once you develop emotions then the jealousy really started oh. coming out okay so you started off with an open relationship with them yes yeah, yeah we did yeah and then it became too much of a problem for me and then we tried to close it but then i feel like once you know someone really wants that mm. you're never really gonna accept that they're now faithful or whatever mm. the monogamous yeah, yeah. But I mean, I guess for him, I mean, he was all by the beginning, isn't it? That he said, you know what? I want an open relationship. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, yeah, that's Which. honest. How did that end? So I set boundaries of... Important one. Yeah, yeah, important, you know, what I was okay and not okay with. And a big thing for me was Instagram and like his behavior around Instagram. And oh, really? Because he's a public figure or mm. whatever. Um, with a lot of followers. A lot of followers. Yeah. So he has like a lot of female attention. Mm -hmm. And I even said to him, I was just, you can sleep with someone and don't tell me, I'll never find out. It's not the end of the world. But my boundary, what really affects me is don't follow them on Instagram. And so there were like repeated violations around that. And then the last one, he obviously had hooked up with this girl and then followed her on Instagram. Can I just point out, I find it a very interesting point that you don't mind if he sleeps with someone and yeah, you, you're I, not okay with his Instagram follow. I find it very interesting. I think it's because if you follow them, then you have a connection. Connect yeah, you're emotionally attached. Mm. This, but why are you continuously seeking yeah, contact with this person? But as if you sleep with someone, you don't tell me, I never know. I'd probably feel upset, but I'd get over mm. it. So, yeah, we found out about that and then... We, but we actually, I was like, okay, I forgive you, we moved on. And then I caught him lying about something else. And then that just, everything was just like, we just can't keep going yeah. round and round in the circle. Mm. And it doesn't seem healthy because you would always look for, okay, Instagram followers up by two. Oh, Who is this? You, you go insane. Yeah, yeah that's, and you don't want to be that person that, that's no. literally like checking that Instagram. Yeah, what, what name is new? Yeah. <laughs> that seems impossible. You literally can't. Yeah. You know, with that, like, I'm not a, I've said it before, I'm not a jealous person at all, but obviously when I was in my toxic situationship, I would find myself doing those like toxic behaviors. Mm. Uh, and it's different because like you were in relationship with him. So you sort of had the right to know what's happening. Mm. I was dating this guy. We were never officially together, but I would find myself 
going through his list and like watching his friends stories you know doing all those oh my things God, yeah. uh, which i've never done before it was only this toxic guy yeah. that triggered it in me and at the end of the day like i'm over it like you know i went mm. to therapy i'm i'm done with it but now i look at it and i'm like nothing is gonna fucking change like you looking staying up at night looking up the i don't know clubs he's been to uh stories the the girls he's adding his friends uh stories it's not gonna change his behavior at the end of the day you will never guys will cheat if they want exactly to. Yeah. girls will cheat Wh- whoever we will always do whatever we want yeah and it doesn't matter that you're spending sleepless nights trying to control something it's yeah. not gonna do anything yeah. no, 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 apart from damage to your yeah this is a very sensible thing to say yeah. and i completely agree that trust me i haven't done that for i don't know how many years but I have been in the situations and it, you know it won't make any difference and it's yeah. stupid and it's painful and whatever, but you still do it. You it's know another what addiction. Yeah. In itself, it's like the toxicity thing. You're just, you're so, you, you can't help but check. I just, yeah. I, I would delete Instagram off my phone and then five minutes later, like re-download it, check. And you're yeah, just like, yeah. I've gone completely insane. Yeah. But, but then it's just like, well, how much am I responsible and how much are they responsible yeah. for? Yeah. Making you feel that way. Yeah. I mean, at least I guess now you know you want you will never want to be with someone who Absolutely. makes you feel yeah. unsafe where you have to go through, I don't know, Instagram. I mean, I wouldn't even like, if the next person I'm with, I don't want to have the feeling that I need to check anything. Yeah. Because it's yeah. just not worth it. That's it? my big priority with dating yeah. now. I want to date someone that I feel completely safe yeah. with and that Same. I trust. And even though I am attracted to, I still have that power, that job thing that I'm attracted to. Number one now is like, do I feel safe yeah. around this person? Do I feel calm? Yeah. Exactly. See, that's one thing, but it's another thing about that, you know, sometimes you get so excited, butterflies and stuff. And you, you usually think, oh my God, this is a connection we're looking for. But actually, no, it's more the anxiety. Yeah. You should feel calm around someone. And that's actually the right person for us, isn't it? That's one of the biggest lessons I learned as a grown up dating. I mean, in my 30s, is that those freaking butterflies are freaking anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Literally, they are yeah. kill the freaking butterflies. Like, yeah. they are anxiety. You yeah. are meant to be with a person. And that makes you feel safe yeah and that you can be yourself with him and you don't have those like weird feelings you know yeah. but it takes a while to understand that because we're all addicted to the freaking yeah it's another addiction so many addictions here isn't there, guys? <laughs> butterflies guys. <laughs> <laughs> but i think that brings us to a good topic uh, of how do you when you're in a toxic relationship or situationship you become toxic as well right it's sort of for me it's there is no way that like one person is toxic and another one isn't and that functions somehow you know you become toxic yourself because like those behavior trigger certain reactions in you yeah because you also get a bit resentful with the other person and then you know they do something and then you're like okay but if he behaves that way so i'm going to behave the same way and it's just it's just a circle and yeah yeah, vicious circle yeah so glad to be out of those things, but that would be no good back. But yeah, I feel like toxic relationship is such a big topic. It doesn't even, I think one episode doesn't even do it justice, to be honest. Yeah, you know, true. there's so many with more things. Like, I would love to do like, you know, episodes literally just on silent treatment, on love for men. Right, like, all the toxic yeah. behaviors. Yeah, there's, there's so, so much, much more to say. But Darcy, you've been recently single. How has it been being... Um, back on the dating scene in london like you've been mostly on on apps right yeah so i mostly use hinge and i okay. actually have 
a very good time. I mean, you hear all about it anyway. Okay. It's good for me. I know that's kind of controversial. I think ideally I'd like to date in real life, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it's just so much easier. And I do I do pretty well on the app. Nice. Okay. What's your secret? But I always said to him as well, I like him. Um, so the guy I'm, well, I don't know whether I'm dating. I, don't, I mean, I guess we're dating. Um, he's from Hims, And I actually met, and I said to my guy with her before, that I'm not sure I could really date in real life because I literally met so many interesting people on the app where mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't think I would have met them in real life. I mean, yeah, maybe I'm yeah. wrong, but yeah, I still like a supporter of dating apps. Okay, guys, maybe I should get back on that. Yeah, I'm telling Is you. that what you're telling me? I think so. That's really? I mean, Blend the dating, darling, both. Okay, I'll consider it. But have you met someone interesting on the apps recently? Yes, I have. <laughs> Which one do you want to know about? There's loads. I feel like loads of interesting people that, as you say, you wouldn't meet otherwise in, in a bar. Give us the most exciting one. A very rich man. Excuse me, a rich man on Hinge. Yeah. Okay, guys, I'm downloading. Yeah. <laughs> okay, how uh, I didn't even know he was rich. I yeah, because they of... wouldn't show off really, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. I just liked him because he was like, um, he was into smoking cigars, and I love that. And I had the power to do Yeah, I love smoking cigars. Yeah, we met up, and I wasn't expecting it. And yeah, he just turned up in like a Lamborghini. And I was just wow. Like, we get invited with us first. So I said, this is the second time you mentioned, yes, I've been invited. To no, I've been too. No way. Uh, that's why I saw a text for you. I had it, I don't know when, at some point last year, early last year, or the year before, can't remember. Someone wanted to take me to weather oh, Like, no. no. It's not for you, it was for me. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. It's turned me so toxic, though, because if a guy now is like, oh, we'll sit the bill, I'm just like, oh. like, I've been so spoiled. And that is awful to admit. Because I'm not that kind of person. You want to split the bill. <laughs> Sorry. I feel like because Hinge is so good for me. I've just been spoiled. Very good. But you deserve that treatment. Yeah, exactly. Why not? Yeah. But what about the Lamborghini? Let's move okay. to the yeah, The bill, I have also comment on that. But tell me, tell me what happened with the rich guy then. Yeah, we've seen each other twice. Now he's gone away. But um, yeah, I definitely see him again. But he's, you can just tell he's toxic. He's okay. not, I can already tell he's, this is not a good person for me mm-hmm. but yeah. you enjoy the treatment and the sex <laughs> why not yeah. why not yeah i think okay. it, it's not serious it's not gonna go anywhere but it's fun for now i think as long as you're um aware of his toxic exactly. behaviors yeah you know yeah after all the experiences you had yeah yeah Hopefully. i think i've learned my lesson <laughs> but about splitting the bill i have this is such a freaking discussion i when i was younger i thought splitting the bill is fine but like now I just get annoyed because you know why? Because sometimes you go for one drink and like, I don't mind paying. Like if it's one drink and the bill is like, let's say 22 pounds. To me, it's shameful that someone wants to share a bill. Yeah, I think it's... Yeah. Don't you think? Because I wouldn't do that. Like, if a bill is 20 pounds, I'm happy to pay. Yeah, myself. but I feel, I feel the point as well, because obviously guys have to go on, I mean, quite a few dates as well. If you always have to, you know, pay. I mean, again, yeah. I'm like, I feel like a person should at least offer. I don't mind splitting. Yeah. I like them to offer with like, hey, um, you know, I pay. I could always say, hey, no, you know what? I'm going to be let split or I get the next one. I like when they offer. But I don't think it's a completely red flag if they want to split. I don't think it's a red flag, but I think it could be done differently in a way of like, 
if it's a big bill, I get it. But if it's like a small yeah, bill, yeah. it's the cheap people that mm. get me because like it's just being cheap, I think. Because like if you can't spend 20 pounds and invest in that day, yeah. why are you out there on a dating site? It's just a nice Because if they want to find love, yeah. isn't it? I like to... For I cheap. Thought, <laughs> people that I'm in love, it doesn't need to cost money if you want to find a real deal. I'm serious with how romantic I am, guys. So you... <laughs> If you go on a date with a guy who's, who asks you to pay five euro cap up, like, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I would not, feel weird. No comment, guys. I think it's much nicer to do what you say. Like, oh, okay, you get those drinks, I'll get you a coffee next time. It's yeah, it's not, I'm like entirely opposed to it. Like, if I arrive first at a bar, I'll be like, what do you want? You know, I don't, it's more about an offer of generosity, yeah. what yeah. it represents. Okay, how do we finalize this episode? <laughs> well, I think... Um, Kill the butterflies is a good start. Kill the butterflies. Yeah. Stay away from toxic guys or know that they're toxic and don't go any further, right? Yeah, because you're part of the problem. If you repeatedly choose bad guys, then you are also a problem. I think this is the thing that we discussed that night at dinner because we said, am I attracting the guys who are toxic? Mm -hmm. You know, because there are certain behaviors that you might also do. I don't want to like take blame on ourselves and be like, oh, it's my fault that it's always toxic guys. But there are maybe behaviors mm-hmm. that attract certain kind of people, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. maybe take a reflection and be like, OK, maybe I should change something. Maybe yeah. I should look for maybe I should be careful of the red flags that I've seen before instead of going into yeah. it again. I like how you look at that. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so kill the butterflies, watch out for the red flags. Yep. And for the cold and hot behaviors, I think the moment when you see hot and cold behavior, yeah, then you know already. If there's no, you know what, always watch out for consistency, consistent good behavior. That's about it. Nothing else. Read, and we always want to feel safe, guys. Yes. Yeah. And on that note, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Asi. That was great. Mm, I loved yeah. it. Oh my god, so good. <laughs>